0: Hey JD Tribe and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight where it's not just about bubble baths and massages, but getting to the heart of what it really means to live your best life against the backdrop of everyday life. What started as a product idea that would allow women to embrace the healing practice of journaling became the Journal Deck Card Deck, which eventually spun off to create this podcast. Every week, I interview inspiring and authentic women who are just as likely to meditate as they are to curse, but they are committed to practicing self-care and living their truth, and we're sharing that collective wisdom with you to create your very own self-care lifestyle. I'm your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today I brought back my fiancé Brad for an encore We had him on back in February, and he is back again. Brad is not only my fiancé, a dad dog to Luna, but he is also a former CrossFitter and Ironman 70.3 triathlete competitor, which is quite different from my yogi self. So today, we are trying to answer one of the number one relationship questions that I get. How do you maintain your individuality and have a thriving relationship? Brad and I, I'll just preface this by saying, we are by no means perfect. No couple is. But we have learned a thing or two in our 13 years together. And with our wedding coming up next month, and him just completing his second Ironman, we just got back from traveling I thought it would be a great time to check in and chat. We literally just got back from Syracuse, New York, no joke. And then we recorded this podcast. So this is very, very present and it's probably the latest I've ever recorded a podcast because it's going out tomorrow on Tuesday. So here we go. This is very close to real time. And one of my favorite moments from this conversation was when we talked about meeting people where they are. And this includes all relationships, not just romantically. So if you struggle with losing yourself or dominating relationships, if you struggle with boundaries or with communication, then I definitely think you'll love this episode. And Feel committed to finding the right person to meet you in your mutual wholeness. And with that, our relationship self care is in the spotlight. Welcome, Brad, back to the podcast here for your encore. This is your second episode since you were on in February for Valentine's Day. So, welcome welcome back.
1: Hey, thanks for having me again. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird to hear you call me Brad or Bradley. It's normally a baby or honey.
0: Yeah, you know, that's one true. Of the two. That's true. Now, I, maybe I should just start calling you Iron Man more oh, often. Oh geez,
1: not yet. Half Iron Man. I refuse to accept the title until I've done the full, but yes.
0: Yeah, he won't Iron even. Iron <laughs> Man
1: 70.3.
0: He won't put, I said you should get a sticker, babe. For your car. So people, because we were seeing other people driving up to Syracuse, New York is where we were, for his Ironman 70.3, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. Because I was talking about it on my personal Instagram. I was literally giving everyone the 411 all day on his triathlon on Sunday. And I posted a little bit about it on actually the journal deck story as well. So we were in Syracuse in New York, and I said, you should really get a sticker. So people know that you are an Ironman. And he said, no, I won't get a sticker yet because I haven't done a full, so I don't qualify. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things. I do that with a th- different stuff. Like, I feel like I always set this like, oh, I'm going to get a sticker, but I can't do that until I get the full, do the full Ironman. I won't buy this thing for myself until I finish all the projects around the house like so the sticker kind of becomes this like
0: it's more important
1: yeah finish line yeah mm-hmm. it's like this it's like badge at the end of it yeah
0: and you do love stickers
1: i do love stickers i have like i'll put a sticker on anything if i can
0: <laughs> a water, bottle, <laughs> water an iPad. bottle an
1: ipad my computer's covered in them
0: yeah and i'm like the opposite yeah i, I, love, just... a,
1: I love a good sticker i love when it's like the soft touch sticker it's just one of those things.
0: Yeah. So it's like a status symbol at this point to wait to get the yeah. sticker. I'm
1: that's, one of those people that's definitely a sucker for, like, if you buy a nice pair of shoes or something, or and you open the box and there's, like, a sticker on top, and you're like, ooh, a sticker.
0: Right, and we talked about that with, our with like, how we would, like, pa- the packaging of the journal deck. Yeah. I talked to you about, like, That, because you said you love when a company has really good packaging. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I want this pouch to be beautiful. Like, I want it to be an extension of the deck. Like, all the things need to be important. The sticker that we give, because we do give a little sticker, I wanted that to be something that was cute. And I did actually ask you what you thought of it, because... You love a good box or like a good sticker. I
1: do. I'm a sucker for like unboxing videos and stuff on YouTube. It's like a guilty pleasure.
0: Yeah. Because, like, Ooh, look that will st- sell you. Ooh,
1: it came with a sticker. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, sweet.
0: <laughs> Lifetime customer. Yeah. So, we're not going to sit here and talk about stickers <laughs> the entire time. But I am stoked to have Brad back on since February um, because, well, I really. Loved talking to you and other people said that they liked you having you on. They liked hearing from you because they do talk about you a lot on the podcast. Anywho, so they liked hearing from your perspective. And we are, as many of you who listen to the podcast regularly or follow the journal deck or my personal Instagram, know we are getting married next month in July, on July 20th to be exact. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited to kind of, it's cool that this can be documented. documented (laughs) for forever really that we have this audio you know these audios of us before we have this new life together as Mm -hmm. a married couple i think and i just thought of that that's actually kind of cool not everyone gets that yeah 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 Yeah,
1: a picture doesn't say anything but you know we'd actually have words so that's kind of cool i I mean a picture says a thousand (laughs) words but there are no (laughs) (laughs) words well yeah you know what i mean I was playing off of the expression about pictures. I knew there was something pictures and words, but I was like, pictures don't say words. But I guess they do.
0: picking up what you're putting down. Okay. But anyhow. Gotcha. So this is what we are going to talk to you guys a little bit about today. We are going to talk a little bit about the Iron Man. For anyone that's curious about what the hell is the Iron Man, um, if you're like me, you're a yoga person, you know, you're a y- meditating yogi and... You don't know what the Ironman is, or you know what it is, but you're like, I am not a triathlete. I am not into swimming, biking, running. You know, I could only run if there was a fire, any of the above. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Ironman and how that honestly relates a lot to how this idea that you do not have to have the same exact interests as a couple. To be a, a th- to be a thriving couple, to feel like you are still connected, like you have similar values still. We want to talk about this idea of supporting each other and showing up for each other. And I think it goes right along with his idea of that he loves iron, the Iron Man stuff and like I love yoga and meditation and all the woo stuff. He's not into that. We talked a little bit about that back in February. I would like to revisit that a little bit. I think it ties in really well to this whole idea of supporting each other and also being individuals, you know, sovereign individuals and also having an interdependent relationship, which I know I've talked about on this podcast. I think it's really important. And I get a, one of the biggest questions that I think I've gotten. I'm sure you haven't gotten this question, but I've gotten this question is how do you remain an individual and also have a thriving relationship with another person. Like, how do you not lose yourself? Like, how do you make that work? I've I've gotten actually several people that have asked about that before. Like, I just don't know how to make it work. I don't know how to maintain me when I'm with another person. Hmm. So I think, and I think that's valid because there's a lot of strong women that listen to this podcast. Some men, but a lot of strong women that are saying... I don't want to give up so much of like this, this, and this. And they're thinking it's all going to go away if I'm in a relationship. That the, the, the man is going, or the woman or whoever it is, is going to dictate my life too much and kind of, you know, um, what's the word? Um, that you're not going to feel free. Yeah. that You're going to feel stifled by the relationship. And I think that we both could agree that we don't feel that way. Yeah, Yeah. we don't feel like we're not free in this relationship to be ourselves and have different um, passions.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people like if you were to relate it to something, I think if you're in a relationship kind of like a dance, you know, the dance goes well if there's somebody that's taking the lead. But it's kind of deciding who's gonna take that position, who's gonna take the lead. I don't think relationships are really like that. I think the togetherness of the dancing process is really important, but I don't know there are gonna be points where somebody's like like my Iron Man, you know. This weekend was me in the lead. You know, I was the one that's kind of the center of focus, I was the center of attention, but it's not really that much fun if I'm dancing by myself, you know. That doesn't mean that you need to be doing the Iron Man with me. But having you as a support and having you as somebody that's just close enough to that and can be part of that, I think that's that's kind of the balance in the relationship.
0: Yeah, that's a good analogy, actually. I remember you thinking of a good analogy last time, and I actually really like this analogy this time.
1: Yeah, I can turn a phrase. Yeah,
0: I really <laughs> like that. It makes sense. Cause, and they even make the shirt I was wearing that says Ironman Support Group. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it is. It, and it, you know, you said you wanted to talk about the Ironman stuff and I'm sure a lot of people know what that is. And it's a triathlon and it's a series of triathlons that the Ironman triathlons are no different than any other I triathlon. They're just the organization that hosts these these events, but um it really is. I mean, including you, my family, you know, my mom and dad particularly, that's huge, you know. That support team is you know, a big portion of the battle to get to to the finish line. You know, you need somebody that, as silly as it sounds, that's like, did you remember the tape that's going to keep your goos attached to your bike? You know, it's one of those things. You're so focused on your performance, you know, having that person, having you there to be like, hey, calm down. Right, because you lost
0: your keys how many times? How
1: many times? (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
0: Because he had... A box of equipment, guys, like, plus this bike. There's a
1: lot that comes along with yeah, it.
0: Yeah, you don't just wake the up one day. Things. Yeah,
1: like, I'm going to go just bang one of those out tomorrow.
0: Yeah, unless you... I mean, even if you, you are could. a professional, you still have to get all the gear oh, and certainly. pack it. And, you know, have all these spe- special water bottles that attach to the bike so that you're yeah. hydrated for yeah, yeah. 56 miles. So, but before we get into this whole idea of the support, mm-hmm. which... Yes, one hundred percent. I was literally like running next to you at the very end, like, Go, 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 go. You wanna get a sub six? Like get your ass going, go, you're gonna do it. Um Let's just. Can you explain what the Iron Man is? Because I don't know if actually that many people that oh, really? listen to oh, this okay. would know what if 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 I didn't know you, I can't say for sure that I'd be like, oh yeah, I know what an Iron Man is. Mm-hmm. Like I would mm-hmm. I wouldn't know how many miles that is or what exactly that entails. So can you explain the Iron Man Triathlon series? Sure.
1: Um. So it's a triathlon. Iron Man specifically focuses, and it's not their only thing they have. Um swim and run exclusive events and they have some smaller events around the world but primarily, I I feel comfortable saying primarily, their two main focuses are um, 70.3 Ironman, which is a half Ironman, and then they have a full Ironman which is um, 140.6 miles total Um, that's between swimming biking and running and it's always in that order that's no different for Ironman or any other triathlon Uh, so I've specifically only done the 70.3s. That's the half Ironmans. Uh, So that's 70.3 miles in total. And that would be, it's 1.2 swim. It's 56 point something bike. And then it's a half marathon. Uh, Yeah, I think it's 56 on the nose on the bike portion. And then a half marathon, which is um, 13.1 miles running. Mm -hmm. So, And like I said, Ironman is uh, the brand. It's the company that hosts the event nationally. And then they have the ITU, which is like the Ironman series where, Ironman triathlon series where if you do enough events, you can qualify for world championships. If you do well enough, you can qualify for worlds which are specific races where you need to place to get into and they have a series you know um, with the intention I think ultimately what people on the surface say and what I'd like to get to eventually is Kona which is the big event uh, which is no different in distance but that's hosted in Hawaii.
0: It's where it started.
1: And that's where it started and that would be your full Ironman in Kona which would be your 140 miles total. So everything I did yesterday if you wanted to do a full Ironman, you would just multiply it by two. No big whoop. So, <laughs> a big whoop. That's a long. <laughs> that's a long day, and I don't. I mean, maybe maybe there are some people that just dive right into that, uh, but no. that would be no. I can't Unless imagine. you were a
0: seasoned athlete. As yeah, a child I would say if you all were.
1: All I would say if you were like a competitive cyclist, you might be able to say I'll bullshit my way three times curse on this i'll bullshit my way through uh the swim and the and the run and then just crush the bike or or vice versa in any extent i don't think there are a lot of competitive swimmers that switch into triathlons just because um the swim distance is so short in comparison to the other two Mm -hmm. that would be a a further leap but uh there are some some incredible swimmers that you know, just crush that portion and get way out ahead of everybody. So right. yeah, it's, it's really a balance. Um, it's
0: fun. And you travel to do it. Like we've yeah. to Wilmington, North Carolina was his first in September, mm-hmm. 2017. This one was in Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. And then his next one is Atlantic City in mm-hmm. September of 2018, this year after the wedding.
1: And I think that's something we've, we've really discovered too, was, uh, and I, I wasn't a triathlete before this. No, I, you, I was just you just conditioned. Compete. You competed
0: yeah. with CrossFit. Uh,
1: yeah, I did some competitions yeah. for and CrossFit, away from that and um, I have. Yeah, just because it was tough, the scheduling—it's just really tough on your body. Uh, so if it didn't suit me with work and all the other things that I wanted to do. I was just get beating myself up, which I don't know if that's typical. I think I've heard that before, but it's great for conditioning. I every once in a while, I think oh, I'd really love to get back to that. I think I was mm-hmm. in some of the best shape. That I was ever in but I've since transitioned because I like to run and I was running and then I had a very close friend my friend Marcus who was really into cycling so I started cycling with him and then at that point it was just like well this has always been one of those bucket list things for me Um, so I dove on it and then I don't know what brought me to sign up for the first one I just was like if I'm going to do this I'm going to do it now and let's just sign up what do they say the best way to train for a marathon is to sign up for a marathon Mm -hmm. so i was like if i'm gonna i'm a stickler for money (laughs) so once i paid the money to sign up for the first one i was like because it's not cheap
0: yeah but you do get a lot
1: you do get a lot and it's it's the if you were considering doing it for the first time you might think wow this is expensive but for what you get it's worth it Mm -hmm. and the support that's there and the hundreds and that's not an exaggeration hundreds of people that that volunteer and make it what it is you they know they close down they, roads. they close down roads yeah. the police officers are incredibly kind they they do so much for the event mm-hmm. uh the areas that they have these in it really shut down for these events so that's something we've learned back to what we were saying before so i don't go on too much of a tangent talking about my times and paces and all, <laughs> all the craziness but he did
0: awesome we'll get to that i,
1: I did well i i was happy with my time um but the support side of it, I think we've learned after the first one that this really is a weekend event. It's okay. not, hey, let's go hop in the car and go bang that out. It's not about – it's it, the race itself is only half of of what it is. It's getting to the hotel and finding a nice place to eat the night before that's going <laughs> to give you the, the right type of food that you need. And you know, finding a hotel that's close to the event and then th- saying to yourself like, where are we all going to go eat after to celebrate? And you it have to check really in. you got to check in and you got to do a bike check. And and after all of those things, we've really come to we've never been to Wilmington, and we make it an event to see Wilmington to see Wilmington and be like, wow, this is great. Look at all these little things we can do while we're here in the short time that we're here. Get to Syracuse. I have never knew I've known anything of other about Syracuse, and it was a college town. We got there and we're like. This is beautiful. Super I mean, cute. super quaint, super tiny little. It was dead because it's summertime and there weren't a lot of people there, but great restaurants. And everybody that's there is for the event. I mean, the towns really get taken over by these events. Right. So, so that was great.
0: This whole, I think what you're getting at is this whole experience of you doing the Iron Man's, even though I'm not doing them, I'm not really into it. Not only am I supporting, you, which is important because yeah. we're in a relationship, sure. but we get to do something we love to do together, and that is travel. Yeah. And. Also eat good food.
1: <laughs> Lots of good food. We'll yeah. go out of our way to find a good place to mm, eat after yeah. as many nights as we are. Yeah, and that what makes that important, even if it's like those soft things, you know, the, the soft details of the event, the race wouldn't be half of what it is without the people that you're there with, without you, yeah. you know, I, going I, there and being there with me and yeah. and just checking in. Are you excited for tomorrow? And, you know, just sharing that event. Mm-hmm. It it's really just comes down to the sharing portion of it
0: i think it would be great. i think it would be really hard if i also didn't like to travel and you were asking me to not only go to an event mm. that i wasn't interested in physically but also that i i didn't like traveling mm-hmm. if i was a really big homebody and mm-hmm. i was like no i really don't want to do that yeah. that would really be hard i mean i think that would be hard to get for you well, to get me on board and
1: that would be the balance that we're we were talking about originally to mm-hmm. to bring it all back around. Um, I don't need everybody that goes with me to be doing the Ironman with me. Mm-hmm. But they can reach far enough to say, well, we love to travel together and this is an opportunity to do that and just finding that balance where they don't need to be toe-in-toe with you right there doing exactly what you're doing and, and sharing in that experience in the same way that you're experiencing it
0: but being part of that experience. Yeah, you have to – I saw, I told you I saw a guy that was wearing a shirt sitting on the lawn, you know, while I was waiting for you, you know, throughout the whole day of like mm-hmm. waiting, And uh, it was beautiful, but a you know, beautiful day, and we were in this park, which is where it was, and this guy was wearing a shirt, I'm guessing his wife was doing the Iron Man. And it just said show up for each other. That's all the shirt said, in like all caps, his whole shirt, the front of it. It was a gray t-shirt, and it all I remember was thinking that is exactly it. That's exactly it. Show like show up for each other. If this tagline, if there could be a tagline for this episode, I feel like it would be like show up for each other. And I've had people comment about you guys are you know cute and you guys are so supportive of each other. And how do you make that work? And you have to show up for each other. Like I show up for you with your Ironmans, and it's not just the Man, but it's also. Supporting you in the training of that Iron Man mm-hmm. as well. Like mm-hmm. knowing that you're like, babe, I really want to go on a long bike ride, yeah. you know, today. I really need to do swimming. I have to also make wiggle room in my life for your interest. Just like you have to make w- wiggle room in your life for my interests and my passions. You know, when I go on retreat every year, like I'm doing it on Labor Day this year, and I lead women, like, you know, I'm going to be gone all Labor Day weekend. I know you could complain and say, babe, did you really have to pick Labor Day weekend? Like, you're going to be gone. That sucks. But I, you haven't ever complained about that. Like, I don't know if you noticed that, but I noticed it. You didn't once give me grief about booking that no. mm-hmm. and said, like, what about me? You know, I do it every year. It's my third one. And you were just like, okay, cool. That's the date. All right.
1: Sure, and that goes back to the same thing. You didn't complain about this weekend. Like, oh, i got to go to Syracuse. Okay, I take that back. The last 25 minutes of the drive home when we were both spent, I think we both were doing a little bit well, of complaining.
0: I, <laughs> I was hangry at that point. I went in, out of the car. That's different. That I, I supported I'm, you. I'm teasing
1: you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, two feet, I'm teasing you. No, I know what you mean. And it's, yeah, it's just, and again, on those weekends, you're the lead. You know, and I have to be supportive of and even though yours is slightly different, I can't attend because of what you're doing and, and the, the event that you're hosting, um, but helping you get everything done around the house before you leave and helping you get your bag packed and get all the things that you need into the car and getting the suitcase down the stairs. And th- those seem like such silly little things to, to say or are me important. you for
0: advice on Yeah.
1: Or I got to do this uh, photo as a promotion. What do you think of this? This this color, this color, this message, or this message. When should I send this out? You know, those are those tiny things where so, it, it's it's different but same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so why do you think people struggle so much with that then? Why do you think people ask me? Mm. Why, why do you think people ask me, Alyssa, how do you maintain your independence as individuals and still thrive? as a couple, why do you think then that people struggle with that? Like, I'm curious, what is your answer to no, that? Why don't, do people struggle? What I could say the missing? worst
1: case scenario would be if you just have zero interest in the thing that the other person is doing. If it is so far on that side of the fence where it's, I just can't even relate to the point where it irritates me and I don't even want to be a part of it. It's so outside of my element where you can't find a common ground that would be a difficult situation. That would be scenario one.
0: But why would you even step into a relationship like that? Is yeah, it just like well, well, I think, for someone? Yeah,
1: I think if that were the question. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, serious? I'm serious. Uh, yeah, and I, I, like I said, worst case scenario. Because I don't even know if you could oh, get oh, oh. to that point.
0: This reminds me of something I just heard. Mm-hmm. Which maybe someone that's listening to this is in one of these relationships. I don't know. I just heard someone say, just because you are dating someone or -hmm. maybe even sleeping with them let's be honest even if it's just because it's lust doesn't mean that you are meant to have a working relationship with them
1: sure well i think that's something you would discover over time i mean i I envision this probably
0: pretty quickly
1: yeah that's going to be the one that hit nails yeah exactly you're going to discover that one i think like passion it's to, can you're not going go to be so with far. somebody for 20 years and then be like wait what you want me to want to do what like that would be i would be a shock to the system i think it's in the beginning where you might want to say hey, i'm not sure if i want to explore a relationship with this person we've been dating for a few months and then the other day he asked me to go to the rodeo and you're like huh you know <laughs> and i think i think going <laughs> the to the rodeo, rodeo would be a ton of fun but it might be one of those niche things where you're like that's just not something i'm into or it could be a religious thing it could be any number of things where uh, where they may just mention something out of left field and you say to yourself that's just not my thing you know i and i i
0: think what it comes down to is this idea that like passion can only go so far sure
1: it would be very hard for me to get in the moment at the finish line there's a big difference between you running with me to the finish line or if i'm dying at the end of five plus hours of work i look over and you're like yay keep going you know and yeah. it's like you're not you're not showing up mm-hmm. you know in that moment you just and then you want to feel jaded you know you want to feel like you what you don't care about what i'm doing you don't care about the work that i'm putting in or that this is important to me and that leads down a whole line of, right. of, of interest because like
0: the initial spark that of a relationship which we had a long time ago because we've been together for so long mm-hmm. which got rekindled when we got when we started dating again after we split up and got back together we did rekindle some of that like spark again kind of came back oh yeah but my point is that initial spark mm-hmm. that's the passion that's the that spark thingy that people mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. that's gonna fade and that fire you have to keep the coals warm mm mm-hmm. That's how I kind of envision it. And if you can't keep the coals warm, if you can't keep some of those flames lit, then it's going to go out. And I think maybe what people – I think, honestly, maybe people are a little bit – maybe a part of it is that they're in an illusion that that is always going to be – Super, super uh, lit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you can't have a hot and heavy relationship, uh, but is every day sure. the nitty gritty whenever the refrigerator breaks or something happens that just feels like what the f- is happening? Like yeah. everything is going wrong. Those are the moments where is this the person that you want to spend your life with or that you're spending a season of your life with? And it's just lust and passion, but it's not the person you're going to make a life with.
1: Yeah, that and sense? yeah, I agree with that. I think that would be, and I said one example, what I would think would be the worst case scenario. Just because it'd be so hard on yourself to, you know, to, to be in that relationship or see somebody that's in that relationship and you're like, you just don't care what they're talking about. Or you just don't care what they're passionate about. It'd be really hard to find a middle ground. I think... The opposite side of that is if the one person isn't giving the other person, there would need to be a balance. You know, back to that, back to that dance thing. You know, it could be too one-sided where somebody is. I I didn't just decide to do an Ironman. I decided to win an Ironman. Where I am demanding so much. I so much of our day-to-day lives are being consumed by me being in the lead and me being the center of the attention that. When the day comes, you might be on the sideline like, oh, great, I'm so glad you did because you're just burnt out at that point. You can't be supportive because you're not giving your other half, your other person, their opportunity to take the lead when they need to and you be supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's,
0: there's a give and take.
1: There's a give and take because at that point, you'd feel like you've been carrying me. You've been my quote unquote support team for such a long extended period of time without receiving any of that support in return that you would just feel burnt out by the time that event comes, It'd be so hard for you to get excited about this thing that you felt at this point is just plaguing your your relationship. So for for me to have this weekend and it'd be you know, all about me, which is the joke we made with my family since it fell on Father's Day, <laughs> but it was all about me. Um, You need to be able to have that moment and then step away. It doesn't need to be immediately. You know, you're going to feed off that high for a little bit of all the excitement, but but then it's going to turn around and it has to be about the other person again for a little bit. And you say, oh, this was great, but now I have my event and you need to switch gears Mm -hmm. and you say, okay, well then what can I do to support you?
0: I think at the same time, it also talking about races here, it also can't be a competition tit for tat. It yeah. should never be a scoreboard. Like, I did this for you, you did yeah. this for me. Because I think that's dangerous. I think
1: it is because I think people would immediately go to the, you know, I think it's, I
0: did this for you. Yeah,
1: and it'd be, it's easy to say, like, <laughs> those things can be easy when they're petty little things and you can get past it pretty quick. Things that are more equivalent, like... Well, I empty – what's one we do all the time? Well, I empty the dishwasher so you take the garbage out. Okay, I guess you could say where one is equivalent to the other. It's hard for me to say, oh, I you supported me during the Ironman or, or you made me support you during the Ironman and now you need to support me during this retreat that I'm going on. It's like, well, we're comparing apples to oranges. Like there's so many nuances. There's so I, many differences no, that's not,
0: there. That's not healthy either. Like I No,
1: you would feel – Burden like, for to give support or support or ask for support.
0: I would just feel like that. I don't like when I notice myself doing that. Sure. And I'm like, oh, but I did this. You yeah. need to take out the garbage. I actually feel like when I notice that, I'm like, that's shitty, Alyssa. Like, you do things because you love someone, not because you're trying to earn their love. Yeah.
1: And, Ooh, Oh, did you just get excited about your own quote? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that face. If, if, if we were recording video. Wow, I I think. (laughs) uh, And the only reason, yeah. With that being said, that we can talk about any of this, or at least feel comfortable talking about, is because we've literally done all of this. Yeah,
0: we had problems. We've had
1: problems in our relationship where we felt like we weren't showing up for each other so
0: much so that we split up.
1: Exactly, and that's this is it. All leads. This is all part of it. And but now look, you know, we can go have this amazing weekend and have so much fun. Yeah, you know, and and maybe do a little bit less of saying I did the laundry. So you water the front plants, you know, we, yeah. we still do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, of course we do, but, yeah. but we've, you know, if anything, I think we've grown and maybe that's just becoming a better per- a partner.
0: Right. <laughs> and I is think
1: to, to say, you know, I really don't want to do the other task because she didn't help me do this. But then those are the moments where I, if I'm having that, I need to just try and think, Think of how supportive they were at this moment, you know, and, and try to get a little perspective. Is this really
0: worth making a tip about? Yeah, it is. Because she asked me to do this. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, uh, come on. Is this...
0: Yeah. We all should... We all could check ourselves Because if you do more. make
1: it a tip... You feel jaded. And then the other person does a task and you're not happy that they did that one time that you didn't even ask them to. And then you're upset and then they're upset. And then this it's just this compiling moment where, it, you know. I think if we all a, in those
0: moments just took a breath and we're like, yeah. what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. What happened at work? Or what? what's bothering you? Then it would be like, well, this happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not really the dishes. I think a lot of times it's actually something else when you're irritated about sure something that's going on i think it's like what's actually happening there's something usually under the surface at least for me in my experience i'm usually not that mad about like a surface level thing it's usually something else. oh
1: absolutely if i have the worst day at work and i come home and this sounds i don't know i don't know maybe this sounds awful but i i left and there were dishes in the sink or something and half of them were yours and half of them were mine and i am Without even voicing that I wanted you to do that that task, I was thinking that I wanted you to do that task, but I was too focused on what I was doing and
0: You didn't communicate it. And I
1: didn't communicate (laughs) it. I just was absorbed in my own thing, which is, you know, that happens to everybody. And then I forget that I didn't voice it. I I felt that it was too much of a task for me to voice it or it wouldn't mean as much if I asked for it to happen. You know, these cliche things. And then I get home. And it just happened to not get done because that's the way the world is sometimes. And then I feel pissed. Like, I'm like, how could you not do that? You know? And it's like, am As I, if I did it on yeah, purpose now, to spite you, exactly. And after all of that, am I really upset about the dishes? No, I'm probably more upset that I didn't have time to do them myself. Cause I was so busy with some other thing, you know? And that really comes back to that communication thing where it's, You need to... So
0: that's a part of the... Yeah. I'm sorry. It comes back to what you were saying. It's like, is it really
1: the the dishes? Is it really this? You know, going back to the Iron Man thing. I come back, I'm having a really bad day. I want to do this. I want to do that. And you get mad at the other person. And it's like, I just need to go for a run today. I have something coming up and it is not going to go as well as all I hope it does or all the work that I put into this if I don't go and get a run in. So was it about not having time to do something at the house no it's probably just because i didn't have time to get a run in it's not your fault that i didn't have time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you just you vent you vent and you try to do as little of that as possible but it's very rarely about the thing that it is So, so if you're feeling like your partner is yelling at you or not yelling at you but you know what i mean seems upset with you about something not getting done or just anything anything at all in the relationship i think it's on that person too to be able to open up that line of communication and say i'm not trying to be snarky but is it really what are you upset about i'm getting the impression here that it's not about that so why don't we talk about that
0: mm-hmm. what can i
1: help you with what can i really help you with
0: so before we move on to the next conversation i want to say like going back to that idea of the question of well, how do i remain independent and have a relationship um i imagine that if we want to talk about imagery I want to imagine if, you know, you say you're one part of like a whole, there's like two parts, mm-hmm. like you're my better half kind of like people say, yeah, yeah. if you imagine a circle that has two halves, mm-hmm. if one of those halves, the 50-50 is not, imagine that one of those halves has like little squares taken out of the the, the whole thing. So it's kind of like a busted up half. Parts of it are missing. Are you getting the imagery here? Like it's like Uh a splotchy half. Uh Then the whole unit as a whole, that relationship, if the relationship is like this third entity, is not whole. It is not as strong. Therefore, both individuals, both sides of the circle, of the relationship need to be whole halves for the relationship, the third entity, to be as whole and strong as possible. Does that make sense? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see the image? Yeah. The circle split mm-hmm. in half. Yeah. Each side okay. has little spotches. Does that make sense? That's how I see it. That's why you need to remain strong individuals. Because otherwise the relationship just isn't going to be as strong because you're showing up as less than you. As less than a half of the equation. Right? Yeah. And if you think of that logically, you're like, oh, I really do need to show up as the best version of me. And if the best version of you is competing in Iron Man because that's what brings you joy... Mm -hmm. Then, damn it, like you need, we need to find a way for you to do that. And if you can't do it with me, Mm -hmm. if you know that and I'm like, I'm not giving it to you and I'm not showing up for you, then you would know that, you know, if she's not going to support me in this way, then I got to be out. So to me, I see it as that way. The whole that is the relationship cannot possibly be as strong as it could be if one half or both halves of that equation, that circle, are missing pieces because they are not being strong individuals most likely because they are being codependent on each other and they are relying on the other person to fill parts of them and that doesn't work
1: yeah i think if uh, the way i would see that with pieces would be give you'd be giving those pieces up you know the if you reach your own half of that circle and you have to give little bits of yourself to the other person in forms of support or, or anything else i would say mostly support if you kept giving and giving and giving and giving you'd have no part of yourself left and that goes back to what you were saying at the very beginning where you lose yourself in the other person you know you become what everyone thinks is quote unquote one but you know somebody is so heavily in the lead you know, somebody's taking so much and it's become so much about them that that other person, that other half almost ceases to exist.
0: Okay. I see what you do with yeah. my circle. I see it.
1: That's kind of how I would envision if mm. you were looking at a circle with chunks that are missing. I think it's those chunks don't disappear. You don't become less. You don't become less and can never get those pieces well, no, back. I, You'd have to rebuild yourself. I
0: think that those pieces could also be missing mm-hmm. if that other, maybe one of them, maybe half of the relationship. Mm-hmm maybe they weren't pursuing their passions. That could be another way that the, that the person is not sure showing up as themselves. Yeah. When I always like to tell people, you need to be your most 100% authentic self, mm-hmm. your truth. You need to be your truth with a capital T. Yeah. Whatever that means, you need to show up and be Brad. You need to show up and be Alyssa. And your job in this life is simply to figure out who is that. And I need to bring that person to the table. I think that's another way you could be missing pieces. Yeah. Is if you are... For a lot of people, let's be honest, are in dead end jobs that they they absolutely hate with their whole life. Like they're like, I hate mm-hmm. going to work. It feels like it sucks the life out of me. That's just the first example I think of. Or I'm in a relationship that I know is going fucking nowhere. But they don't leave because they think like what you said, going back to what you said, they think so much of their identity of their half they is put in that it other, person? In the other person. Yeah,
1: that's couldn't couldn't have hit the nail more on the head. What I was thinking there, and I think it could go with any relationship. It doesn't need to be between a person and a person, which I'm sure is the center of the focus here, because you and I are talking about our relationship, but with work too. You know, you just break somebody down. You you take the the work environment and the job that they're doing, and what to them will feel dead end. It feels dead end because they're not getting anything back. Work takes and takes and takes and takes. And then they have nothing left. I don't think that those pieces of yourself that you're giving away to work always need, I don't think it's tit for tat. I don't think it needs to be given back to you by work, but it needs to have time to recruit. You need to be able to go away and, and build yourself up again and have that, have that time to, to become your own person. And if, if you can't, and you can't get a break and you just, you, you start to feel like you cease to exist in that relationship.
0: So that's you're saying that's a good point for people who...
1: I'm saying I don't think it means that I need to, after this weekend, after you do so much support for me or some big event or or whatever it ends up being, I don't think it's so much that after the end of that event, I say thank you and give you those pieces back. You gave that to me. You gave that bit of your time No, but I wasn't
0: me. giving up myself No, no. In the process.
1: No, no. I don't think you're giving up yourself. I think you're giving up... You certainly could have went and taken this weekend and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. oh, you have that race going on. I think I'm going to go do this."
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think you're. I think part of you is your, your time, mm-hmm. your emotional investment. I mm-hmm. think that's all part. Maybe not part of yourself. But if you had to dedicate so much to advancing my goals,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'd have no time to focus on. on right. Your then own it thing.
0: would start to impact. Me as a oh, person. Oh, of course. It wouldn't just you be my time exhausted. anymore. It would start to impact my ability to be Alyssa. Exactly. Then that's whenever that balance And that's goes when off. it
1: becomes a problem.
0: Yes. Sure. We're, we're saying the same thing. We got it, boo.
1: We're getting there. Yeah, we got it.
0: Okay, <laughs> so spinning off of that, I want to talk about this this idea of, which I've been talking to you about, mm-hmm. meeting people where they are. This isn't only with relationships, romantically speaking, but also with every relationship, (laughs) your mother, your friends, people that you're kind of strangers with, like your students or your clients or whatever, you have to meet people where they are. This is actually something that even came up for uh, me with uh, a friend who I was talking to. And so it just feels really present and you and I have talked about it. And I think it really works well into this conversation because Let's be frank. You and I do not have the same exact interests. Like I said, you are a swimmer, a biker, a runner. You're this triathlete, former CrossFit competitor, and I Local am this meditate. <laughs> well, yes, but nonetheless, you you know, certainly. different, certainly, not certainly. not the same. Gosh, no, no. I'm like a meditating yogi over here who has all these different spiritual beliefs that you don't have. <laughs> no. And like we talked about in February, you know, me with my you know the cards and the moon phases and all of the things that. That's just not you. And we talked about how I don't expect that from you, and you don't expect it from me. So I think this idea of meeting people where they are completely ties into this conversation. So just like how... Well, let me clarify by what I mean by meeting people where they are. What I mean is you have to meet people at a place that they feel comfortable and not defensive. So a place where they feel not only comfortable but safe, I think that's how I would kind of describe it. And um, definitely not defensive. If you make someone feel defensive, Mm -hmm. about their beliefs or their values or their integrity, you are not meeting that person where they are. Like, you are stepping all over different boundaries that you're not aware of. That's what I mean by meeting people where they are. That could be with spiritual beliefs. It could be with things much less, you know, bigger than that. It could be with something as simple as, you know, I can't, this is for interests and more deep-seated beliefs. I can't ex- you know, expect Brad to... I would never ask you to go to a kundalini meditation class where we're going to be sitting there, oh, no. Like, I'm not going not to do it. Would I ask you to go with me to Island Yoga to go to a regular yoga class? Yeah, and I have, and you went. Mm-hmm. But the same token, I... You would never expect me to do go an iron Man. Do an iron Or Man. hey,
1: I really need to get this run in, but we haven't had any time together today. Why don't you go r- ride 50 miles with me on a bike or But
0: you expect me I, but I, to support you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And if I have get a flat tire, I need you to come mm. and pick me up in the waterfront.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I need I need you in that moment where I'm <laughs> deflated. <laughs> 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 to to be to be there for me and say really and in, instead of saying really like where are you like oh, you know i now i gotta do this like yeah. that i'm not happy the the situation that i'm in at that moment I, but i need you to be there for me i need you to Again, be there you're doing something because you moment. love someone yeah. not
0: because you're earning love for exactly
1: them. you're not saying on your way to pick me up like ho ho
0: I've got a good one I here I got in my a good pocket. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna pocket this one, you know.
0: That's not love.
1: That's and you won't ever That's get out. Now. You what you put into that kind of feeling, you'll you'll never get that back out. Yeah. You, know, you won't feel good about it when you use that card.
0: So the same thing with like your friends, your students, your clients, you have to meet people where they are. Brad has to meet me where I am. I am physically, I'm actually, I fully admit, I'm not in shape I w- enough to be able to go and, say, do a uh, an Ironman or run. Nah, you would have made
1: it today. Hell, to no.
0: And you, I could never expect you to meet me where I am in my spiritual beliefs. Sure. For example, the one that we keep making kind of jokes about is the Mintaka. And oh, I did boy. an entire JD... um story on it on the journal deck's Instagram about this whole weird not weird moment as I called them about this card I pulled from Rebe- Rebecca Campbell's Work Your Light Deck and it was about Mantaka. Not gonna get all into it, but essentially <laughs> he was like, Are you talking to me about aliens? Are you saying you're an yeah, alien? It was hold on. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not saying I'm an alien, but I do believe in reincarnation. And I had this huge weird, not weird moment. Again, I'm not going to get all into it, but it was really, really, he would probably call it a coincidence. I call it synchronicity.
1: Yeah, my, my...
0: Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Wait your turn. Okay. So... You made me lose my train of thought. So... It's all part of my plan. (laughs) (laughs) I really believe in, I believe in reincarnation. I believe that there was a huge sign to me from the universe and that it felt like I really should explore what is this Mintaka. It's this idea, basically, the gist, guys, is that there are, well, we know that there are galaxies outside of our galaxy, right? So it's this idea that your soul, which is not your human body, basically the idea is that your soul could have, like, reincarnated, really, from gosh a whole other galaxy essentially as what's called a star seed as they call it not talking about Scientology but which is also what he thought I was talking about but it's this idea that your soul reincarnated from this place outside of our galaxy which is called Mintaka which is on the Orion's all right. It's in Orion's Belt. I, that's as much as I'll go into it. But anyway, I believe in reincarnation. I thought it was a huge weird, not weird, synchronistic moment. I thought that something was trying to tell me something about what actually specifically happened. And he kind of just stared at me like, why are you so excited about this? You're freaking me out. You actually literally said you're making me uncomfortable. You were dead serious. I could tell, which is why I was like, okay, I'm going to slow my rolls a little. He's getting defensive He's feeling slightly threatened with his beliefs. You're making him, him uncomfortable. Check yourself, Alyssa. Take a moment. Because you do not have to match his beliefs exactly. And he does not have to match yours exactly. With, in terms of the spiritual value. Do I, however, want you, not want you, but do I really, I think, need, do I need you as my life partner to believe in a higher power? Yes. Do I need you to match my beliefs spiritually all the way around and be like, yeah, I totally think you came from Mintaka, maybe? No, I don't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about this a little bit. So him and I have kind of already had this discussion. But again, that was like, I had to meet you where you were and kind of say, you know what, babe, I get it. You don't fully get it. In that way, like you don't see it the way I do, but as long as you don't think that girl is batshit crazy, I need to get away from her. Like, oh my god, she's nuts. As long as you don't disrespect my beliefs, then I'm not, I'm okay, right? There still has to be respect of the individual differences. I think well, is what's well, important. always yeah. Yeah,
1: being rude to the other person never. Yeah, like you yeah, you could course. have easily You'd if you were
0: you could have easily been disrespectful and called me you could have I don't know, you could have said that I was loony like a complete crazy person, yeah. that I was weird, stop talking about that. You could have gotten really defensive and, and been mean. Instead you were pretty calm and said, you know, you're making me a little uncomfortable. I don't understand what you're talking about. But the same thing, like, you know, you have to meet me where I am when you start talking about bike stuff and showing me things. Sure. If I and got into
1: conversations you about... You can tell
0: I might glaze over yeah. it, And I'm not trying to be rude. No, I'm just like, no, I don't pushed get pushed you
1: past that point where I feel like uh, you're nothing past this point is going to be you being supportive. It's, you're no
0: longer... I'm no longer yeah, able to meet so you we're so far there.
1: into this. Exactly. I've... I've reached out too far Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be able to catch, catch what I'm saying at that point.
0: Yeah, I can't exactly what the meeting point is you've gone so far. You'll
1: you're perfectly willing to discuss the fact that I went on a nice bike ride and we can talk about what Mm -hmm. path I took on my route that day. But if I start talking about spokes and forks and hubs and cadence and this and that and VO2, I can tell I'm losing you, you know, and that's, that's fine you don't need to learn the ins and outs of every little thing that I'm, I'm into. To still
0: to, respect to, them.
1: Still. Yeah. To still be able to be like, Oh boy. Hey hon, what you're saying now is beyond me. And that's fine. But you know, I'm not
0: going to be the person you can really yeah, talk to about that. That's in not, that depth.
1: Yeah. That's not going to be my space. <laughs> it's not going to be able to space. I'm going to be able to fill for you. There might be, oh, you know, in that case, hopefully a friend or somebody mm-hmm. within your community or your work that can that can have those discussions with you. to feel like you can, yeah. may not say vent, but
0: right, because relieve those just... urges to
1: discuss those things yeah. that you're passionate about. But I also, that that same side of that, I can't come back and be like... Why are you not into this? Why, why are you not obsessive about all the little heart rate things that I'm obsessive about? Not <laughs> these little things. Yeah, and then hold it against you. That would
0: you. be boring if you were the same yeah, as your partner. Yeah, I mean... Don't you think?
1: I, I would Don't say... They say opposites attract? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a thing. I would say Yes the only way I could see it working is maybe if you both are hyper competitive and the thing that you both do the same of. So maybe it's just a series of one upping each other. And maybe that's why you're, <laughs> Hey, maybe that's how your relationship works. That I could. Exhausting. I could see two Olympians being together and it's like, Hey, I'm not going to say that they don't have as good of a relationship as we have. They must just be so into it together that it's a constant push battle of who's better, who can do this. And Hey, maybe that works.
0: I think it also comes down to this innate ability to be able to read people. Yeah.
1: You need to know your partner well enough to be like, I like you said the other day when you well lost enough. me, to be like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm losing I'm him. I'm Instead losing. of re- grasping for straws and pushing further in.
0: Because then you're pushing somewhere, And
1: then you feel like, all right, stop. And
0: then, then when that
1: person tells you to stop, that doesn't feel good for you either. You're like, what do you mean stop? I want to talk about it. And then it's a spiral. Yeah. And then it becomes a spot. Because
0: you can't you can't make people feel unsafe or threatened. It just doesn't work. When people feel defensive, immediately you know what's going up? The wall. The wall. Mm-hmm. The wall. The fence is going up. So I had this same experience actually happen, which I don't know that I, if I told you. But this idea of meeting people where they are, not only... I kind of want to extend this a little bit outside of romantic relationships. Um, I had the same experience with... I have had some... I've had some subs recently for classes in my yoga classes. And I've had some students come back and say, you know, especially for my places that I have like corporate yoga and different things and places that aren't, I teach at a community center. It's not a yoga studio. Um, I've had some of the students come back and say, you know, Hey, the sub that you got, they were talking about energy and this, this, and this, and, they they, you know, I can tell as soon as I know what they're gonna say. As soon as they, because they pull me to the side, and I know exactly what they're gonna say. I know they're gonna say something like that. Sub made me feel uncomfortable because, and it's not that uncomfortable is always bad. Sometimes you gotta be uncomfortable. You're physically uncomfortable when you do Iron Man's, right? You're uncomfortable. So, phys- oh, yeah, sure. uncomfortable isn't always bad. But when you have made someone feel unsafe and defensive. You mm-hmm. have not met them where they are. That's not to say that that person, that student who's coming up to me and saying that person made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Those are not my beliefs, and I felt like they were being pushed on me. I feel for them because you have to know how to read people. Read. Are you in a corporate space? You probably shouldn't talk about certain things that are within the spiritual community. You're in a business you know, or you're in a community center. It's not a yoga studio. Do you see what I'm saying? Like oh, absolutely. you have to know how to read things. And this is an important point.
1: It's a soft skill. It is. It is a very I, soft skill. And maybe I'm skill.
0: downplaying it because I think I've been told I've been told I'm good at it. I've been told I'm good at reading people. So oh. I could be downplaying this. But you can't Just because you have your authentic truth, I think sometimes we take that, especially I will take one for the team, in the community that I am in, this personal growth community, I think we sometimes get a little bit on a high horse. And just because it is your authentic truth doesn't mean that you have the right to always push that onto other people.
1: Sure. I think you've developed, like I said, a soft skill. I think that's something you've gotten better at in your space. I think that takes time. I think that's growth. I think that's becoming, I I don't want to say maybe a better person, but yeah. I mean, I've seen you go to some woo-woo places that I may not relate to, you know, but I think having the ability now to say, all right, I'm, getting to the threshold i'm hitting that point where the pain is no longer a good thing and you had said the pain you well you had said about my race you know i could like i said i could go into depth about all these things but you know there's a there's a difference between being in zone four you know you're in this you're in this heightened activity level where you are you are at your upper limit you know where you need if you're going to recover from this you're going to need to step back and be able to maintain this because if you do push into zone five, if you come just a little bit too far past that thresh, pain threshold, it's not like you're going to hit the –
0: Or the, we'll call it the discomfort threshold. Or the discomfort,
1: yeah. Yes, the discomfort threshold. You're not going to hit that point and that conversation go on. You, you're going to need to stop. If you hit a point in that conversation where you said I've pushed this too far, I'm gonna. I'm, we're in a, a zone where we're having a conversation now, where maybe the person feels a little bit uncomfortable, and we're really tapping into some good stuff here. But if I push it too far, it's not like we're gonna recover this conversation. The conversation will have to stop. We will have to step back into this eventually, and hope that you step back into it. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's with athleticism. I think that's in the office space. I think that's with your friends, your family, people that you have relationships with, Mm -hmm. where you need to be able to hit that pain, you know, discomfort threshold where it says, okay, but I realized that's the skill. That's the soft skill. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm hitting on anything here, it's it's not being able to get to that place. Anybody can push somebody to their limits. You can break anybody, but it's being able to know when you've hit that spot that's the skill. The skill is not that we got here. That's not the skill. It's getting there and knowing when it's time to back off, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: which I think is an underrated thing. Oh,
1: absolutely. To,
0: to, again, just because it's your authentic truth, just because you believe it, just because you value it, just because it's your lifestyle Mm -hmm. does not mean that everyone around you thinks the same thing. Does that mean that you can't be friends or that you can't, Um, still get along no it doesn't mean that you know just because someone doesn't have the same beliefs and lifestyle as you doesn't mean doesn't mean that but you don't have the right to make people feel uncomfortable all the time and I think that there's this there's this fine balance there and um, I just wanted to bring that to people's awareness because I think within this community at least in my my frame of reference Mm -hmm. being in it I think I've probably done it. I know I've gotten a lot, lot better at it because I am pretty good at reading people. I'm pretty good at those nonverbal communication skills. But I think that people tend to do that and then they cross boundaries they didn't know were there. Oh, yeah. These invisible boundaries. Like you said, in work, the office, with friends, with family, you ha- it comes down to nonverbals and respect. Mm-hmm. Respecting each other as individuals. And that's not to say that that person one day might not agree with you who knows maybe one day that person agrees with you like who maybe one day Yeah, maybe you open their eyes you open their eyes For but sure. they're not there right now
1: no so take them point. to
0: the level meet them where they are bring it back around yeah. and maybe one day they'll come back to me like hey you know what you were telling me about that that astrology thing can you kind of um can you elaborate on that or can you tell me can i where can i get more information then they've opened the door a little bit they've kind of nudged the gate open mm-hmm. walk in a little bit more yeah you know yeah i
1: I can speak from the athleticism side of things, but if I had a bone to pick with CrossFit when I left doing CrossFit pretty regularly, that was probably a huge part of it or something that I saw that I didn't like about it as a whole. Um, And I'm sure you have some CrossFitter uh, listeners. I'm sure there's one out there that's diehard and I was diehard about it. I loved it and I loved the environment and the excitement of it and being around all the people and the hype I guess would be a good way to put it, but that was a big problem for me. And I think that's, if I had to be uh, to give some criticism, that's what I think that sport struggles with. And it's something that really I struggled with in doing CrossFit and seeing was, I think that CrossFit could learn a lesson from that as a whole because new people would come in, people that were inexperienced, people that didn't know about all the the spiritual things that you talk about, if I were to relate it to you, these were newbies. These were people that were coming in that were interested and were at level one and wanted to learn a thing or two and maybe could have grown to really love CrossFit or really had their eyes open spiritually or or whatever. Well, you, know, you could have really broken through a wall and connected with them. But they came into class one, not knowing a thing about it, being pushed immediately by somebody that's screaming at them to get so many burpees done before a clock hits zero that you push them to level five. They're in the parking lot feeling like they need to throw up and they will never come back.
0: You didn't meet them where they were. You
1: didn't meet them where they were. They didn't understand what they were getting into. And and if at midway through that workout, you'd have said, hey, you're at your limit. You're at your limit where you learned today that you had a lot of fun and maybe you could learn to push that limit a little bit further, but you didn't. You dove in, you kicked them to level five. They they felt like they were dying.
0: They don't feel safe in and that. And they
1: don't feel comfortable in that environment, and they shut down. And I mean, in that case, that means they just don't come back. In your case, they don't talk to you again because they're like, oh, that person is a little bit more them. aggressive than I was in ready for. And and in your case, for business, you could lose a client that way. Mm. In their case, for CrossFit, they may lose a new member. You know, There's so many inc- incidences where – where you need to meet people at a point where you understand where they're at because you have more to give. You're experienced in this. You could say, "Oh, we could go out and do a hell of a workout today," or you know, "We could get into some serious spiritual stuff." We could go to a kundalini meditation. And you're also going to make
0: them feel like shit. And they're going like to feel suck.
1: Yeah, they feel like they're out of their element. And nobody likes that. Then they feel uncomfortable. And
0: again, guys, I'm not. I don't think either of us are saying. You should never push past your limits. No,
1: I'm saying you should. I'm saying that you should. I'm saying that that is a valuable point. I think the growth, the change, discovering something new is in that zone 4. It's that little bit that says I can push a little bit further and I can work a little bit harder, but I need to be able to come back tomorrow. You know, if you if you break that point, anybody can be pushed to level 5. Anybody can be pushed to their max. Mm -hmm. But the problem is you shut down after that. You know, If we started this talking about the triathlons, if I push to level five in the bike, there is no run. And I may have really enjoyed the run. I may have really enjoyed crossing the finish line. I needed to learn to take it to level four Mm -hmm. to give myself some room to grow and get better. And eventually you push that level four. You push that level four to the point where you're the person that can help other people get to that step. But if if somebody comes at you too aggressively in right, anything...
0: Eventually, you're going to come to them and say, hey, you know what? I'm ready to bump it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Can you help me? Yeah, I want to that's do a little bit the, extra.
1: That's where the change happens. That's
0: the change. And then you're meeting them at that new level. And exactly. then you're going to meet them at that new level mm-hmm. and that new level. But you're constantly... The level is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. But you're just meeting them at all the different levels. And that other person is doing it for you as well. Again, any relationship, that's not just romantically speaking. That's like in all relationships with all different interests, values, beliefs, meet people where they are. That was solid. I really, really like the way that we said that. I, I think that, I think that hits home. Yeah. I think that's an important piece of relationships and partnerships and friendships, work thing, relationships, all of them. I think that is a vital piece for success
1: yeah and i think it goes just as much as in a relationship i think you will grow better together if you can learn to get out of your comfort zone a little bit and and give yourself to your partner just enough to be able to support them and meet them at a good place and help them to grow and you grow with them a little bit and you you keep pushing that forward and the further you get the stronger your relationship builds just like an athlete can, can can increase their strength by finding that threshold point for a long enough time where they start to promote change
0: right i just i just posted about this mark groves quote He does relationship work and relationship coaching he said you know it's not about great love isn't trying to change someone mm-hmm. it is about trying to help someone be the greatest version of themselves sure i think that's what it comes down to you're not try- i'm not trying to change you mm-hmm you're not trying if if someone is ever trying to downright change you or make you feel like you have to change to be with them no yeah. that's not that's not fair
1: sure. That was something in, in when we separated and we found each other. There was a point like where I was like, was you need, yeah, you needed, yeah, yeah, exactly. I needed to become something else to be able to be in this relationship.
0: I think that was and a that huge was, lesson. And that was, no, that's not, that it. was
1: our level five.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> what happens then you
1: step away, you, you, you put up a, whether you call it a wall or, or however you want to look at it, whatever analogy makes you feel good about it or it helps it to bring light to the situation. But we got to a point where we hit that level five and we said, I can't, I've been pushed too far. I'm, I've given I'm, too, I've much. Given too I, much, whatever, all these things, I don't feel all like the things, and I need to step back. Now, did we lose time? Yes, I guess. I guess we lost time together. There was a point there where we but were not, not together, not as individuals though. We We learned, you learned. To go back and, and see what is the point that you could, you know, talk about certain things and, and feel comfortable talking about certain things without making the other person feel uncomfortable. And I did the exact same on my part. You know, mm-hmm. there were certain things where I would get really upset and I would take it to level five on certain things. You know, I get upset, but I wasn't gaining anything from that. I needed to say, well, here's how we can work on our relationship. Let's go to this point where we have a difficult we don't conversation. not the same
0: in all of these ways. We can respect the differences as long as we have the same core. Yeah, where
1: I felt like you're not showing up, or I feel like you're not doing enough for this relationship. Here is the outline of the things I need you to do to make me happy. You know, that would be a part I would get to that point where I was asking that of you. That was level five, and I I was asking you to you know you made you feel like you needed to change yourself to be able to to be able to be in this relationship. Where instead, maybe it would have been in hindsight. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. It would have been so much easier, not easier, but better to come at it and say, let's talk about some things that we could change to make this work for us. And then you work on that step and then you get to the next step and you change a couple of other things. Maybe not change is the best word, but work on a couple of other things.
0: I think for us that we got to the to point a we just had to separate. Oh yeah. Because we oh. had to, again, my circle. Mm-hmm. I had to figure out what my half was, you had to figure out what your half was, meaning you had to figure out who was Brad, I had to figure out who was Alyssa, so that we could bring the the relationship, the third entity, we could bring it together as a whole circle.
1: Yeah, and I also don't think we liked level five. <laughs> I don't think we liked that breaking point.
0: Where this is just painful.
1: This is not, I'm not gaining anything from yeah. this change. I, we are...
0: We are one hundred percent not meeting on, each other. Exactly. We are looking in opposite freaking directions. Yeah, yeah, we're
1: on different channels. We are just <laughs> this isn't working. This I laugh about it, works. not
0: in like. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. I've funny. seen that.
1: I've seen that in relationships. I've seen that in the in the gym. I've seen it at work. I've seen it in so many. You can apply it to so many different things. But there is a there's a because threshold.
0: relationships are everything.
1: Yeah, you all relationships. What relationship? Yeah, your relationship with anything, yeah. and the person you're with. Romantically, you know, or your, your work relationship, your relationship with with your your office or your job, or
0: so. What it comes down to, if we could boil this whole conversation down, I feel like it's show up for each other, su- support each other, mm-hmm. respect each other, even in the differences, and,
1: and learn. Where the other person's threshold is.
0: Learn their thresholds, meet them where they are and that doesn't mean that growth won't happen for them or whatever, but you have to you have to meet them where they are. You can't make people feel that they have to change. You want people. you want to be with someone who's being themselves 100%. That's awesome. I want to be with you in the greatest version of Brad. just like you want to be with me in the greatest version of Alyssa. Sure, I don't want anything. I, I want all of that. I don't want less than that i want with that for both of us.
1: Yeah, and you can build that up. Mm-hmm. Look at the half iron man that I just did two days ago. That took a certain level of support. I needed to push you in your ability to support me to a little bit past that. I, You know, we had a, a little bit of a breaking point when we first pulled into the parking lot when I was checking my bike in. And you, uh, you felt like you had hit your limit. You were being very, very supportive, and then I was getting agitated, and there were other things, and I was asking this, this, and the other thing that needed to get done in a certain amount of time. And you were starting to hit your point where you were like, "I need to get out of the car. I'm hot. Like I, I need to step away."
0: Okay, now I remember the moment.
1: Now you remember yeah. the moment now. Yeah. So that but
0: you knew I was getting, and irritated. that's
1: good. That's good to see that you know it may have taken. Had we hit level five, you'd have known exactly what I was talking about. Uh-huh. You'd have been like, oh, you mean that moment where we left Syracuse and came back home? <laughs> 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 or, or I caught a bus back home and that was the end of it? Like, it wasn't. It was, we've hit a point where then I had to say, okay, calm down. This is fine. You know, you, you being able to do it at the half maybe we've hit that point we've seen what that is like we've ironed out that wrinkle we can push forward change grow together you can be more supportive in that position and i can be more tolerant in that position and not get so upset so quickly then for the full iron man maybe we're actually ready for that Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) maybe maybe we're if we'd have dove right into that those deep waters maybe it could have went catastrophically you know we've Got to the point where we felt like we've worked together and built up to that point, point. Right. and that's exactly how I'll feel whenever I cross the finish line. Now, obviously, I'm talking about you here because it's our relationship, but even with my family too, I I will legitimately feel like we did this. <laughs> you know, it was us that brought brought Wait, this and life all is together. Together, ah, oh, so much better. Life None of better. those things would be enjoyable yeah. if there's nobody waiting for you at mm-hmm. the finish line.
0: Yeah, I have to truly say like I feel really blessed that like that I have those moments where I'm like I you know could you know could the journal deck be at this level or that level and we hire sure it could but at the end of the day I'm insanely blessed that we have the relationship that we have and I know that not everyone has that and there are probably people listening to this that aren't in a relationship like ours that's really I think very respectful and very loving and very um no now, mm-hmm. um, and where there's, there's this mutual give and give and receive, yeah. Um, oh, really? So I feel for people yeah. that don't have that, but I I totally understand where they've been, and I just feel really blessed that we're getting married next month yeah. and that we're in this place. And yeah, guys, support each other, respect each other's differences, especially, and meet each other where you are, and meet people where they are, and you gotta be you. You gotta be you, one hundred percent you. Um, all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the only caveat being, like I said, just because it's your authentic truth doesn't yeah. mean you have the right to push it on people all the time. And that's where the soft skill, as Brad calls it, of reading people and reading sure. a room, and is I, important.
1: I think. I think that if there was a takeaway. And I hate to say we're giving advice here. I I like to think of this as we're just talking and people are just listening. (laughs) I hate to Mm -hmm. tell people what to do. But I guess if there is a takeaway from this, if I could suggest from – and I'm sure we have so much more to learn. But anything that we've learned on this topic is that when you are with somebody – you know those soft skills. You know know the moment you can read it on somebody else's face where you've pushed them too far. So if I can suggest anything, it would be check in. If you're discussing something that you're so passionate about that may push them a little bit into their zone of discomfort, something that you want to focus on and get their feedback on, if you're reading that moment on their face that that you're not feeling, they're not feeling even a little hesitant, check in. I think that's what, what we do more. Communicate. Stop what you're saying. Take a breath and say, hey, it could be as easy. Are you still with me? Don't get offended if they say they're not. You need to be able to be open to the fact that – because you probably are asking this question because you read that they're not. But check in. They'll feel better about that too. Give them a moment. Give them a moment where you say, hey, is this making you uncomfortable? And, and they may just flat out in that moment where they feel like they have an opportunity to be like, this is a lot. Like, uh, this is just a lot for me right now. To be able to take that moment and respect the other person and, and just give it a little bit of space, I think mm-hmm. that could mean the world. That could mean the difference between a good conversation and, and a bad and conversation. Or a fight. And a fight, yeah. yeah. Where you say, hey, maybe we should table this. <laughs> I'm under the impression that you're not going anywhere tomorrow and I'm not going anywhere tomorrow. Maybe we can talk about it then. Mm-hmm. Checking in is is Huge huge
0: yeah for sure communication relationships are key yeah this is good yeah i enjoyed this yeah this was good this felt like a really cathartic conversation and i think a conversation that a lot of people need to hear especially in this day and age with um i think relationships these days seem like people can struggle a little bit because i think actually, i actually you know again i'll take one of the team here i think i i don't want to generalize but i do think there are some very very strong independent women out there who find it hard um, at least the women who've reached out to me i think they find it hard to how do i how do i have that relationship if i retain how can i retain my independence and I don't know that you can retain your independence completely. I think you can retain your sovereignty, but I don't know if you can completely retain your independence in an interdependent relationship. Can you retain your sovereignty and your freedom? Yes. But independent and interdependent are two different things. You can be free in an interdependent relationship without having the independent woman, you know, like (laughs) that... Again, I could be generalizing, but I think that um, that could be a bit of why, why relationships struggle a bit these days is there's a little bit of this.
1: I can't be myself if I'm with you. Yeah, like I'm not no.
0: my whole self with you. I think you absolutely can be your whole self with another person 100%. I think anyone that tells themselves they can't be, I think you're lying to yourself. And I think there's something that you need to work through there of why do you think that you can't? You 100% can be your authentic one whole self with another being absolutely i really think that you're telling yourself a lie if you don't believe that there's probably something deeper seated i'm not going to get into that childhood issues something i'm not saying that lightly there must probably something is making you believe that's true and uh, i think then again you know my, my takeaway would be ask yourself why is that why 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 do you think you can't be your whole self Uh, in a relationship why do you have to be um, independent why can you not share your life with another being without losing yourself why do you think that is if that's what you think because I don't believe that and I don't think Brad does either right
1: nope
0: well thank you so much for doing this honey this was really fun and uh, I was happy to have you back for an encore (laughs) you're wiser than you think so thank you
1: oh jeez Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> we'll see what other people think. I'll be in the comments, <laughs> weeding through them, seeing what uh what everybody's opinion. they will be like, oh god, that doofus, but that dingus. <laughs> dingus.
0: Our new favorite Our word, new that Brad Well, Brad's new favorite word, dingus.
1: Favorite. That dingus that you brought on the podcast. I didn't know that dingus. It's from is. Boy Meets
0: World. Didn't we say that was the guy's name? Wasn't his name Dingus?
1: No. What from Boy
0: Meets World? The nerd. Was it? i thought i told you that i thought his name the nerd's name was dingus or his last name
1: maybe that vaguely sounds familiar
0: i thought that's what like sean always would call him yeah dingus.
1: maybe maybe like deep down i'm I'm
0: <laughs> talking about inner child <laughs> pulling
1: that yeah pulling that from my I've never
0: uh, watched boy meets world deep-seated so sorry. Uh, i used to
1: love boy meets you world you really need to watch i heard it. there's a new one no it's not good oh but there is a new girl one. girl meets world oh <sighs> Cory and Topanga still in it? Yeah. Oh, it sounds terrible. And he got a nose
0: job. He doesn't even look like Cory anymore. It
1: sounds terrible.
0: Anywho, we're going to wrap this up. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.
1: Dinguses.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. That's a wrap. I think it is the coolest thing that I get to sit down with my love and have these conversations because, well, to be honest, I've been on the other side of this, I've been in the heartbreak. But I'm here to tell you that you can absolutely be your whole self in a relationship without losing pieces of you. Respect, support, communication, and meeting people where they are is essential to all relationships. And you deserve the same treatment right back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight, brought to you by our brand new Goddess Edition journal deck, plus the companion journal. Don't forget, guys, that when you snag any goddess product by this Friday, June 22nd, if you're listening to this you know in real time this week, if you snag any goddess product by June 22nd, 2018, you will also receive the $70 value Grounded Goddess Self-Care Kit for free. And that includes so much goodness. Shop now by clicking the link to our show notes or you can head to thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop. And as always, if you want to reach out, the best place to find me Connect with me is by direct message on Instagram. I will respond to you personally as soon as possible because integrity and connection is everything. Right up there with, again, relationships. It's all the same. Relationships, connection. As always, your love and attention. It means the world to me. Until next time, I'm Alyssa Cousins signing off for the journal deck. music by lee rosavere